0: 7 FM. and 12:40 a.m. ESPN Radio Sports Center
1: Good morning, I'm Doug Brown. The Washington Nationals have a big lead in their division race, but today they have big concerns about outfielder Bryce Harper. Fastball over to the ground up the first baseline. Diving stop by the first baseman, Jones. He gets up, he races to the bag,
0: and down goes Harper through the bag, and he is hurt. He is clutching his left knee and rolling over on all fours. And here comes Nationals trainer and Harper in a great deal of
1: pain. Charlie Slows on the Nationals radio network. Harper has a hyperextended left knee. He's getting an MRI today. The Nats beat the Giants 3-1 after waiting out a three-hour rain delay. Other late finals Saturday night. The Dodgers get home run number 34 from Cody Bellinger and beat the Padres 6-3. Diamondbacks beat the Cubs 6-2. And inside the park home run for David Peralta. The Orioles hammer the A's 12-5. Angels beat the Mariners 6-3. And in Arlington, the Rangers beat the Astros 8-3, Brett Nicholas, with a three-run home run. The PGA Championship now in its final round at Quail Hollow. Kevin Kisner is the leader at seven under par. He's one shot ahead of Chris Stroud and Hideki Matsuyama. The leaders will tee off later today. Usain Bolt will get an MRI today on his left hamstring in the last race of his career in London at the World Championships on Saturday. Bolt had to pull up with a cramp in the 4 x 100 meter relay.
0: Derek Jeter and Michael Jordan among a group set to purchase the Miami Marlins for $1.2 billion. The very latest on Monday's Mike and Mike, 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and ESPN2.
2: You're listening to live exclusive coverage from Washington Redskins Training Camp on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. We're also streaming live at ESPNRichmond.com and on the ESPN 950 app, available for your Android and iPhone.
0: This is the Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue Midday Show with Matt and Andrews. Buzz and Ned's Wheel Barbecue, just a few blocks from training camp. Stop by for award winning Hickory Smoked Barbecue Ribs, Chicken, and Signature Pulled Pork Sandwiches. Voted Best Barbecue in the City of Richmond, the State of Virginia, and soon to be the South. 1119 North Boulevard, 8205 West Broad Street, or online at buzzandneds.com.
3: Good morning, everybody, here at Redskins training camp for the final time of the 2017 preseason. It is Matt Josephs, Andrew Wiles here for the midday show. Once again, the well, I guess for the pregame, the actual game, and the postgame show here on uh, the uh, show because we're on it at 10 o'clock. Uh, the morning walkthrough will be getting underway in about uh, 30 minutes or so. Uh, they'll have the morning walkthrough 10:35 to 11:35, and then the three o'clock practice. And then that's it. They are out of here uh, as far as public things to do tomorrow. They'll do something probably for the ambassadors. But uh, this is the final chance for you to come on out and see your Washington Redskins. And uh, Andrew, it is a let's put the uh, weatherman hat on. It's an overcast day. It is a cool day so far. But still, dress comfortably, bring the water, bring the hats, all sorts of good stuff if you want to come out here a little later on.
4: This might be the best day so far weather-wise, I think, of camp. There's not a ton of sun to deal with, although I think it's fair to say if you continue the trend of everything that's happened at camp so far, whenever the players come out, I'm going to go ahead and predict that the sun's going to come out because that's just how it's gone. I know it's corny. Sounds a little corny, but that's just how it's gone.
3: Yes, and uh, certainly the uh, it was it was nice like this yesterday morning, and then it got hot and got sticky and everything. So, uh, coming up on the show today, we've got several uh, guests that will be joining us. The voice of the Redskins, Michael, will be on the show at ten fifteen to uh, give us a sense of what we should see today and what the team has been like since uh, the preseason loss on Thursday. Uh, coming up, we will also have a player here in the tent after the morning walkthrough. No idea who, but uh, we had some requests for some bigger guys, so we'll see if uh, who the Redskins, who have been so kind to us so far, will bring us here on the show. Uh, we'll also play you the podium interview, whoever that may be. Uh, final time for the Redskins player podium here. Uh, we also will wrap up our opponent previews today. The final new opponent, the Denver Broncos, Nikki Jabvala of the Denver Post will join us to uh, get us a sense of what's going on in Denver camp. That's the Week 16 opponent. The Week 17 opponent is the Giants. I don't really need to hear from the Giants once again, so we'll do our final two uh, games of the opponent preview. We will unveil our final 53-man rosters, Uh, each of us furiously, feverishly uh, trying to uh, get through our uh, lists here to get 53-man roster, so we'll do that. And then we've got some other things planned as well.
4: I have made one change to my 53-man roster. I said yesterday I would, probably wouldn't, but I will let you know what that is when we get to that segment.
3: We will do that a little bit later on, and we'll uh, talk about uh, what's going on here at camp um, as the morning walkthrough. I mean, what was your biggest takeaway from the practice yesterday?
4: Well, I thought that the reason they kind of had a laid-back practice was part of their plan. I know that it's not what everybody wants to hear, and it's not exactly the highlight real answer that you're looking for out there. There's a lot of special teams, a lot of kind of slow-paced individual drills. There were only two team sessions of 11-on-11, 11 11, which is kind of standard for a middle of the week whenever you've had a few days of practice already leading up to that. I didn't really see too much, Matt. There, There wasn't a ton of takeaways, just mainly due to the energy level being – middling at best and mainly due to the way the structure was it was just reps that's all it really was just reps out there they're go- still going through the motions and to me it wasn't in any way an increase in pace from anything we've seen so far well the
3: big takeaway is probably the uh, lack of people who are involved was, i mean I'm as
4: i said yesterday on work, working i counted at one stage about 70 guys out there i'm sure it was more towards 75 76 but there were a lot of players out and the reason the pace was so slow was probably because of that.
3: Yes, we are at that point of practice when uh, you kind of sit there and you say, all right, got we got we to weigh injuries and we got to weigh practice. And obviously not playing well in that game on Thursday means you've got to practice, but you also have to take into account that um, a lot of people, uh, you know, they need to work, but they also need to stay healthy.
4: If you missed Gruden yesterday, that was one of the themes of the line of questioning that he received in regards to the line of, how much pressure do you put on these guys, or are you trying to kind of rest and relax and get everybody back? Maybe relax is not the right word, but it's it's a tough call for Jay Gruden because the old school fans want to see him just doing work and hustling and overcoming their injuries and fighting through adversity while the new approach is isn't to, to baby anybody. Nobody's insinuating that, but it's to err on the side of caution.
3: Right, and uh, certainly we'll get into what's going on here. Uh, all eyes are on an MRI machine somewhere in Washington, D.C., as Bryce Harper is undergoing his MRI today. I, I wish I could be optimistic. It looked like a horrible injury that Bryce Harper sustained yesterday, so I wish I could be optimistic, but... Um, I don't know. I don't think I can. Uh, it was a tough looking injury.
4: Bryce Harper lines one down the first baseline and he's attempting to beat out the play and he lands on top of the bag and his knee bends inward and it was so quick the way it snapped in and out. It was it was something horrific you'd see on the TV show Tosh.0 where they show a lot of terrible injuries and they try and put a comedic spin on it but none of this was funny. Mm-hmm. This, this was just awful to watch and it's just a gruesome injury for one of the best players in the bigs and the the cornerstone of this offense for the Nationals.
3: We'll see what happens uh, if that comes out. I mean, he'll be out for a while, and um, he'll be out for a while, but uh, maybe he'll be back for the playoffs. Who knows? We'll uh, see if we can get an update on, on Bryce Harper's injury. But uh, the Nats seem to be damned if they do and damned if they don't. Uh, they didn't play a game on Friday night uh, and, and made people wait. And then Saturday they waited. And then in the end they still uh, made the maybe the wrong decision or maybe they didn't wipe down the bases enough. Who knows? But uh, the Nats did get the win yesterday, but that's kind of pales in comparison to the future for Bryce Harper.
4: Yeah, Buster only was trying to blame it on the bases, So I, I would say that there is a reason of blame for everybody. And, you know, the real in-depth critics will say, well, why was he going so hard in the regular season? But, I mean, it's just a freak accident. Things like this, unfortunately, happen in sports. These guys are... I don't Top. think anybody's going to say, why did he go so hard? I mean, it's it's still baseball. He
3: still had to beat the play out. I, mean,
2: I've,
4: I saw some stuff on Twitter last night about, you know, why was he running so hard. But it's just Nats fans who wish it didn't happen. You Those know, it's just
3: not very no I'm
4: not, I'm not saying I'm one of them. I totally disagree. I respect him for going that hard. But it's just Nats fans who are looking for an answer, and right now there's none to be had.
3: That's right. So the Nats have a split doubleheader, a day-night doubleheader, 105 and 705. We're doing tonight's game. Oh, we're yeah, we're doing tonight's game uh at 7:05 instead of the Sunday night baseball game cuz really who needs another Red Sox Yankees game? Let's be honest. I mean, everybody you get 18 of them a year, so we can get you don't get that many uh Nats Giants games in a season. So, uh we'll have tonight's game and then um you know, if there's if it's still going on after uh, Greg is on today, we'll we'll go to that afterwards. Uh the schedule for today Uh, Andrew and I are on from 10 to 1. There will be a two-hour ESPN programming break, and then Greg will be on 3 to 5 uh, during the practice here on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. We'll keep you updated on the PGA Championship. That leaderboard, uh, Kevin Kisner, still your leader, at 7 under. He'll tee off at 245 with Chris Stroud, who's at 6 under. Deki Matsuyama's at 6 under. Justin Justin Thomas, Louis Oosthuizen are at 5 under. And then, really, you know, you got some guys at three and two under.
4: It's kind of crazy because you look at Kisner, he's pretty much led the entire weekend so far.
3: Uh, let's take a timeout. Uh, more of the midday show after this ESPN 950 two point seven FM.
4: Live from Washington
0: Redskins Training Camp, this is the Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue Midday Show with Matt and Andrew.
2: On ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM.
5: The Redskins and Authors Electric are two of Central Virginia's great traditions. As a major Richmond community supporter, Authors Electric is excited to welcome the skins back for training camp. Authors Electric, the Central Virginia source for outdoor power equipment. AuthorsElectric.com. Now, a sports
6: reflection from town Bank. While a typical tennis match lasts about two and a half hours, the ball is in play, only about 20 minutes of that time. Town Bank. This is your town. This is your bank. Equal Housing Lender, member FDIC. Now, a sports reflection from Town Bank. While a soccer ball looks like a perfect sphere, it's actually oval. The black and white checkerboard pattern just makes it look round. Town Bank. This is your town. This is your bank. Equal Housing Lender, member FDIC.
5: City Dogs is a proud sponsor of the Washington Redskins Training Camp live coverage, heard exclusively on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM.
0: Job growth in technology fields is increasing at a dramatic rate. How do you get on board? Come to ECPI University's Career Discovery Day, Saturday, August 12th from 10 till 4. Learn about our accelerated programs and our hands-on teaching approach. Find out which in-demand degree is right for you. ECPI University's Career Discovery Day, Saturday, August 12th from 10 till 4. Information sessions at 10 and 1. Go to ecpi.edu for more information. What are you waiting for? The
7: following update is for drivers who pay too much for car insurance due to DUIs, DWIs, tickets, or anything else. By now, you know all too well that SR-22 Auto Insurance is way more than you'd ever want to pay. You probably thought you didn't have a choice, but you were wrong. Our company specializes in low-cost, very affordable SR22 auto insurance for high-risk drivers. We know that mistakes happen, so take pride in being able to offer absolutely free quotes for this very affordable auto insurance meant specifically for you, the overpaying high-risk driver. We're standing by at 800-749-2984. The only thing you need to do is stop waiting around while your monthly payments stay as high as they are. Our knowledgeable representatives are ready for your call at 800-749-2984. The quote is free, and we'll even handle the filings so you could start saving money every month even sooner. Call 800-749-2984. That's 800-749-2984. Once more, 800-749-2984.
0: Are you a parent of a 2- to 7-year-old? Listen closely for an exciting free radio offer. By now, you've probably heard of ABC Mouse, the award-winning and revolutionary online learning program that's changing the lives of early learners everywhere. ABC Mouse is like a little one-on-one teacher. It has helped her so much. Designed by teachers and early childhood learning experts, ABC Mouse seamlessly aligns with what your child is already learning in school. And with over 7,000 learning activities and more
8: than 650 lessons, it's the most comprehensive early learning site on earth. I have been teaching for 13 years, and I've never seen a program like ABC Mouse. It encompasses science, math, reading, social studies.
2: It's just endless what they can learn on ABC Mouse. I've always had to use 20 websites, and now I can just use one. Right now, we're offering a special radio promo to try it free for a month. But you
0: have to go to abcmouse.com radio to claim your free month. That's abcmouse.com radio, abcmouse.com radio.
9: Redskins fans, be part of Redskins Training Camp in Richmond, Virginia. For the fifth straight year, the Burgundy and Gold will train at the state-of-the-art Bon Secours Redskins Training Center, and you can be on the sideline to watch practice in person. Get started Thursday, July 27th. There are 23 open practices, and admission is free. Go to Redskins.com, click on the Training Camp tab for all the info. Schedules, parking, 23 open practices July 27th through August 13th. Redskins.com has the details. We'll see you in Richmond for Redskins Training Camp 2017.
10: This is Richmond football coach Russ Usman It won't be long now. The season opener is Sunday, August 27th at Sam Houston State. Catch all the action on the Home of the Spiders, ESPN 950 and ESPNRichmond.com.
3: Welcome back. ESPN 951 and 2.7 FM. Joining us up here in the tent, the voice of the Redskins, Larry Michael. Larry, how's it going? Good
9: morning. How's everybody doing?
3: Good, Larry. Uh, final day here in Richmond for, for the team. That's uh, it's unfortunate. It seemed like it went by really fast.
9: It, it, it feels like it's gone by fast, and it also seems like we've been here for about five months. It's a weird combination of feelings because uh, you work so hard. I know you guys, hey, kudos to the station. What a great job. You guys have put more time in. We've had better coverage here this year because of you guys than ever before. But I'm sure you're kind of, like, worn down a little bit too. And just like everybody else, looking at the practice yesterday, the first half of the practice, it was almost like, why are they out there? But they kind of got loosened up a little bit. and By the end of practice, they got a lot of good work in. So, it's uh, again, the calendar uh, doesn't wait, and uh, our time in Richmond is almost up. And as we say each year, we'll be back before you know it. We've
4: been encouraging fans to come out today. What are the expectations for today's practice?
9: Well, I mean, the morning practice is going to be the walkthrough. So, you're not going to, if you're a fan coming out, you might not really be able to understand what's going on. But what happens here uh, for these two a day practices, the first practice, uh, they come out here after being in meeting rooms all morning and they walk through what they learned in the meeting rooms. And this afternoon at the practice, they'll actually practice it full speed. And this will be the final padded practice of camp. And, uh, you know, you get ready for these games each game. Uh, incrementally becomes more important. I think this game against Green Bay, we'll see if the offense can actually do something in this next game, because they didn't do anything in the first game. Uh, The defense, I think uh, there are some things you could point to against the Ravens that you liked. Uh, Unfortunately, losing Trent Murphy is the highlight of the game, and uh, and that's not a good
4: highlight. Yeah, we were talking over the course of the last two days about that first preseason game, the six snaps that you just detailed for the offense, kind of tough to derive too much meaning from, but the defensive front looked good so your pros and cons there.
9: Right. I mean, you know what? You've got some new pieces to the defensive line. Jonathan Allen obviously is going to be impact player. Ryan Anderson looked good. Uh, linebacker Zach Brown looked good. You do and Phil Taylor wanted to see how he would do and so he has really stepped up. He's, he's he's a large man. And you know, a former first-round pick, so maybe you got a bargain in Phil Taylor that you didn't expect to get. Uh, And, again, you want to see what happens the next game and the next game after that because the fourth game we know none of these guys are going to play in.
3: Right, and we're trying to balance staying healthy and getting practice at the same time. It's a weird dynamic here because you don't want anyone else injured, but you also need to get some work done.
9: Absolutely, and I think uh, Jay Gruden's got his finger on the pulse of his team, but just like Trent Murphy's injury, that was kind of a freak injury, and the guy was in great shape, wasn't like he was out of shape. He just got hit from behind. He's kind of like friendly fire. In fact, Zach Brown hit the running back so hard he ran into the back of his leg. So you you want to get through the preseason games healthy, number one. And I think if I would give up looking good versus staying healthy, I mean, you say, well, the team looked horrible, but nobody got hurt. So in this past preseason game, the first one in Baltimore, the offense didn't look good at all. And you lost Trent Murphy. So I think you want to bounce back from that emotionally and leaving camp. They go right back to work at a day off Tuesday, practice on Wednesday, and there's a game and Again, the clock stops for no one, and uh, this is a team that's got to get some uh, rough edges sanded down.
3: What do you think they need to do in order to fix this running game a little bit and get more balance in offense? Well, I think they got to
9: commit to it, number one. I mean, I don't know necessarily what they wanted to see out of the first game. I know after talking to Jay, uh, he wasn't going to keep that first team out there that long. Baltimore had their first team on the field through the second quarter, which had a different philosophy. Uh, but I think you're not going to just give the ball a couple times to Rob Kelly and think you've... Try to stay with the running game. So it'll be interesting, Matt, to see how long the starters go this game versus last game. This might be the game where he's going to leave them in for a quarter and maybe more to let something positive happen, and then you can build on that. But you're not going to run the ball unless you commit to the running, running game. In, in a preseason game, that's hard to do.
4: It's kind of the same philosophy with, with the receiving core, too, as well, because you have a lot of guys who Kirk really hasn't had the rapport in game with out right, there. Right. So what do you think the receiving core needs to do in order to kind of build some chemistry with Kirk? I mean, I think I
9: see good chemistry in practice, uh, but, again, you got six plays, and the one play to prior, I mean, that has been – uh, they've got a Zabruder film out on that now, <laughs> you <laughs> know, Crow that one play, you know. So you, you got to take it for what it is. It was one play, and, again, you need to see them out there more. I don't think what you see in practice translates into the regular season until you kind of see it in the preseason, you see it against another team. team hasn't had any practices against anybody else, and that's something that you hope next year and the year after we can get some other teams to come down here to Richmond. I think it's possible. Redskins scheduled this year with that Baltimore game really screwed it up fan appreciation day was moved back a week because of the football schedule and so it was a weird schedule this year Uh, but offensively I'm not too worried about it I'm not but there's a lot of pressure on Kirk Cousins that's something I don't think you can put a finger on until you get to that first game and his success early I think is extremely important because if he doesn't have success early that could build a little bit it could the pressure could build a little bit and then, uh, But he's the kind of guy that focuses real good. I don't think he puts pressure on himself. I'm looking forward to this game this week, though, because it's going to be home. Uh, you know, you got Green Bay coming in, and they've got their own agenda. And this is a team here, the Redskins, that put the time in here to look better during a preseason game. I-, I have to say that. I thought they would look a lot better than they did it against Baltimore. And they didn't. A little a couple guys here and there defensively. Some young guys think, you know, Nicholson, the safety, uh, and Moreau, the corner. Two draft picks got on the field yesterday. They actually practiced, and I think those guys are on the team. So you can do your numbers. I know you guys do all your own depth charts and everything. Everybody does. So you probably, you guys probably know, haven't been here for three weeks now, almost three weeks. Who you think is going to be on the team and who's on the outside? But get an injury here, injury there, that could change. You know, I really think the performance in the preseason is going to impact that roster more than previous years because of the newfound depth. I think.
4: And when you look at some of the depth. One of the strong points heading into camp was at that outside linebacker group. We talked about the Murphy injury what do What did you think of? They add Jamari Staples yesterday. We know that special teams was a little bit of an issue with the Will Blackman muff punt, right But they add Staples to go with the special team's direction instead of maybe adding an outside linebacker. I mean, if Will Blackman's
9: going to make the team, the fact that he muffed that punt, I think is I mean he's been a consistent a special team standout for years. He muffed the punt, yeah. Um, I think they're kind of trying to mix and match people. Jay said yesterday that Crowder is the punt returner, so trying to find his backup. So I think that's the kind of situation you're looking at with, uh, with Will Blackman, maybe a couple guys on the offensive line. You know, these guys, are they in, are they out? I think Will's in, but you could say, well, you want to go younger, or you talk about special teams, you talk about people being able to play multiple roles. I think the running back position's like that. I mean, What's going to happen with Matt Jones and Mac Brown? I mean, you're not going to carry both those guys. Mac Brown is a special team standout. Matt Jones has looked pretty good. Come, to be honest with you, I, think, I, I didn't know how he would do here coming off of the scrutiny and he's going to be traded or he's not going he to like his position, all this stuff. I think, he's, I think he's worked hard here, which I think is a testament to him, showing everybody, not just this team but other teams as well, that he is committed to his career, which I think was a question mark coming to camp for him. So he's proven something here, I think. And so it's, it's, an, it's going to be an interesting next two weeks because the cuts come after the final preseason game. They change the rules. And so there's no cut to 75. It goes from 90 to 53 uh, after the uh, August 31st game against Tampa.
4: So I think these guys are going to be fighting for jobs up to the end. Let's talk about that, actually, because we heard Doug Williams say on the TV broadcast how crazy it's going to be to see all those guys hit the streets and come out. Yeah. And you just detailed a guy who many teams probably have eyes on in Matt Jones. Yep. What is that process going to be like for the Redskins?
9: Oh, my gosh. You know, in previous years, you'd say that cut to 53, the rush would be to re-sign guys you have cut that you want to put on your practice squad. That was the big rush that night. Now I think you cut the 53 with your eye on every single other player that got cut because they, they do a lot of scouting. So. Could be a player out, you know, Kansas City Chiefs or whatever, whatever team you want to pick out of the blue, that they might have their eye on, maybe hoping that he's going to get released. So, even if you make the final 53, you might not be on the final 53. So the next, the, the couple days, I guess it's September first, second, and third, all that's going to come down, and you know these guys are going to be sleeping at Redskins Park with all this going on, you know, and then you, and then you got to start bring back guys, uh, your own, usually it's your own players you bring back to your practice squad who were impressive. Redskins have. A lot of big, good-looking offensive linemen, and they're not going to keep all those offensive linemen. I would promise you that a couple of those guys are going to try to get on the practice squad. Maybe a young wide receiver, maybe one of the defensive linemen, a young defensive lineman, because there's a logjam there as well. So we'll see, we'll see. But you're right, and Doug is the expert on it. It's going to be unprecedented. I I, I need a calculator to figure it out, but (laughs) you got 37 times 32.
4: That's a
9: lot. 900-something. Because yeah, you're just going 30 by 30 is yeah. what you're going. That's the best I can do, too. Then you got to do the, the 7 and the 2. So that's probably 1,004. There you go. Am I right? Yes. Yeah, no. right. Now, right. That's, you're telling me I'm right, Matt. You don't know I'm I, right. I, I, th- you're I'm, making that up.
3: Listen, it's 1024 in the morning. I didn't expect such <laughs> complicated th- math. Th-
9: it's, it's pretty simple, but for us right now, it's very challenging.
3: Uh, you mentioned Matt Jones. Is there anybody else who surprised you, uh, somebody off the radar a little bit?
9: Well, wow, you know what? It, guys have flashed. I, I, I think there's a couple guys here that have shown improvement from year one to year two, which is what you're looking for. Defensively, Anthony Lanier looks better than he did last year. He's bigger. He's stronger. He's going to play more. And, and now with Trent Murphy going down, you never know. That he, that could be in a defensive and outside linebacker hybrid position for him since he's such a good pass rusher. The fact that Junior Gallette is going to get to the starting gate to me is just incredible. What a great story it's going to be. I don't see you – why, why would you play him in the preseason now that Murph's down, even though you didn't have Murph for the first four games? Junior's going to be – it looks like Junior's going to be on the team, and he's going to finally get a chance to play. Ionitis a draft pick last year, to me, looks much improved on a defensive line and a combination of things. The fact that he's got a good coach in there right now and Tom Sula, and also he looks around, if he doesn't step it up, he could be out. So a lot of guys like that. You know, I thought Robert Davis didn't look too bad. In the preseason game a wide receiver what with mo harris having missed a lot of the training camp could robert davis have moved into that spot i don't think so because uh, mo harris is a pretty good receiver but he hadn't been out there so these are the things you got to look at as we continue to move down the road
3: wrapping up here with the voice of the redskins larry michael let's big picture this thing do you think the redskins have enjoyed their time here in richmond and are enjoying coming down here for training camp
9: absolutely it, it totally boggles my mind when i see articles of people saying that you know richmond uh, doesn't want the Redskins. I mean, that is just craziness. I, I don't know. I've, I've met so many great people uh, every year, this year no different, from all over the state of Virginia, North Carolina, D.C. people still come down. I, I guess I guess uh, people want to have something to complain about maybe. <laughs> oh, yeah. And But I, I also think that this camp this year has run smoother than ever before. They've got the top of the facility, uh, using it for events up there now. I think the accessibility here is great the weather i don't know the horseshoe somewhere there's a horseshoe somewhere with the weather another another nice day didn't miss any didn't miss any practice and the coach loves that and the city of richmond has been so hospitable to the redskins so i don't think there's a single person in the entire organization that doesn't love coming here it's become part of, part of our routine and the people make you feel at home so really what's not to like i it just boggles my mind and i was talking to a lady over here said i saw that article she had a nice southern accent said, I saw that article about the city and, you know, how the Redskins are. I said, I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Every place I go is Redskins fans. I I don't know. I don't know. But I know that you guys and the radio station group did a great job this year helping promote camp. And this was the best camp, I think, so far. And hopefully that leads to the best season in recent memory as well.
3: Yeah, after a couple of slow days attendance-wise, the the people really have shown up the last couple of weeks. I think so.
9: I think so. I mean, I'm not counting the numbers, and, of course, you're in the summer, and, everybody's worried about the heat, but nobody can do anything about it. So I think we have, we've had good crowds. Uh, if someone wants to come out here with a little hand counter and, and count it out, that's fine. But I think the people who've come here have loved it. I think the players really appreciate having fans who care about what's going on in the field. I mean, where else are you going to see your coach, you know, running home from camp? He'll jog home from camp. Got these guys biking back and forth from downtown. It's fantastic. I, I'm honest with you, I'm not kidding, guys. Can't wait to get back. And we've got a lot of off-season things that we're going to do enrichment like we always do so it's like we never really leave well i don't know about the hand counter we've already proven in this segment math is is not yeah, more math course. already yes. larry Come i on. know but you know it's a it's a it's a perfect fit it's a perfect fit and uh, let's move on to the next chapter of this season we got preseason action then before you know it, it'll be september 10th and everybody will be geeked and jacked up for the season and there's a lot of good reasons to be but a lot of work still to do
3: well, the morning walkthrough is about to get started, so we will let you go watch it. Thanks, Thanks so fellas. much for joining us.
9: And, and outstanding work by Mitchell Bradley, by the way. Oh, the, goodness. The unsung hero. Yeah. The unsung hero of the radio station. You know, he forgot to call me a couple times to come up with Al, and <laughs> I didn't really give him a hard time about that. But uh, he, he does a very good job, and you guys were outstanding. And you got the best seat in the house. Yes, right. we do. I mean, you don't even need air conditioning. And you got a little music in the background right now because the players are coming out. So this is fantastic.
3: Thank you so much for joining us, Larry. Thanks, fellas. All right, let's take a time out. More after this, ESPN 950, 102.7 FM. Live from
0: Washington Redskins training camp, this is the Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue Midday Show with Matt and Andrew.
2: On ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM.
0: The personal injury law firm of Allen & Allen is
5: proud to honor local hometown heroes this summer. The folks that make Virginia a great place to live and work. Visit AllenAndAllen.com to learn more about your 2017 hometown heroes.
2: Hi, this is Marcia Landis, Vice President and General Manager of Radio 1 Richmond, and we are so excited to be the new home of ESPN Richmond. We are currently looking for an account executive to join our amazing sales team. If you are passionate about sports and finding solutions for clients' marketing objectives, then this could be the job for you. ESPN Richmond is home of the Washington Redskins, the Washington Nationals, the University of Richmond football and basketball, and so much more. We are the number one source for national and local sports news. Get more info and apply to today at urbanone.com slash careers
5: the personal injury law firm of allen and allen is proud to honor local hometown heroes this summer the folks that make virginia a great place to live and work visit allenandallen.com to learn more about your 2017 hometown heroes this is buzz from buzz and Ned's real barbecue reminding you that our hickory smoke barbecue
6: is ready and right around the corner
11: Program and new laws that may allow us to negotiate a settlement for the lowest amount possible. Our team of tax attorneys and enrolled agents can stop collections and get you protected so you can take control of your financial future. Tax Mediation Services is accredited by the Better Business Bureau. Call now for a free case review and a price protection guaranteed quote. Call Tax Mediation Services now at 800 418 0534. 800 418 0534. 800
8: At the lowest prices, never pay $15 a pill pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 1-800-865-0116 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 1-800-865-0116 to take your call now. Call 1-800-865-0116. That's 1-800-865-0116. Again, one 800
6: This entire piece of music is played with only two instruments. A right hand and a left hand. Hands can do incredible things but nothing compares to using them to help save a life with hands-only CPR. If an adult suddenly collapses, call 911, then push hard and fast in the center of their chest until help arrives. Hands-only CPR is recommended by the American Heart Association, and it's incredibly easy and effective. For more information on Hands Only CPR and to make your own hand symphony track, visit handsonlycpr.org today. The power to help save a life is in your hands. A message from the American Heart Association and the Ad Council.
11: When veterans return to civilian life, they deserve your recognition and support. Help put vets to work by donating your car, truck, or van to Patriotic Hearts. Your tax-deductible donation will support programs to help vets find jobs or even start their own business. For fast, free pickup of your vehicle 24-7, running or not, call 800-523-8850. For 24-hour response, call 800-523-8850. That's 800-523-8850.
12: Never thought of yourself as a hero. That's what you'll be for a child empowerment. When you become a sponsor with Compassion International To find out how you can release a child from poverty right now Go to Compassion.com slash radio
8: If the Redskins are in Richmond, then we're on the air live from Training Camp Listen to live coverage exclusively on ESPN 950, 102.7 FM and ESPNRichmond.com
3: Welcome back. Midday show, ESPN 950, two point seven FM at Joseph's. Andrew Wallace here. The morning walkthrough just getting underway, so if you're heading down, uh, there's still time for you. Of course, there is the 3 o'clock practice if you're an afternoon person. So come on down for that. Yesterday, and as he has every day, Jay Gruden took to the podium and uh, talked to him before the practice. This press conference brought to you by Appomattox River Company, your paddle sports specialist online at paddleva.com. Let's take a listen to what Coach Gruden had to say yesterday.
13: He got the bad news yesterday and just, you know, obviously losing a guy like that, never a good thing. And just your thoughts on that whole situation.
10: That's yeah, too bad. He was really having a great uh, off-season program. Then he followed it up with, you know, a really good uh, training camp so far. And it's unfortunate. You know, it's just a uh, wrong place at the wrong time in pro football. You know, it was a great play by Zach Brown. And he knocked their fullback right into his knee. And it was really unavoidable, uh, unfortunately. And um, hopefully he gets the speed. I know Trent is the type of guy that's going to work extremely hard and he'll get back to full strength before you know it. And an uh, update on Craven's injury. How did, how did that MRI turn out? Craven just had some swelling in his knee, and uh, we're going to keep a close eye on it and, and go day by day with this thing, see how it does the next couple days, see if we get the swelling out of there and see if he can practice. Okay, so, but no. St- no, strain sprain, torn no, ligaments not, not right now not that we can see so we'll wait till the swelling goes down maybe take another look, look at it
13: after watching the film um what were your thoughts and I, I know the first unit only played six snaps but mm-hmm. any general thought anything jump out with for you with the with in their
10: time yeah i mean a six snaps heck we uh you know overthrew the first pass a little bit and trail couldn't go up and get it and then Third down, we gave up a sack. We had Vernon running down the seam, and, and unfortunately, we got uh, uh, Spencer tripped in the pocket and gave up pressure. And the next drive, we had third down and one and, and uh, missed blocked it. So, um, unfortunately, it was six plays that weren't as productive as I would like. It's a good learning experience for our guys. I'm glad they got out there and uh, got beat around a little bit, took a few hits, and uh, played against the physical defense. And uh, now they know what to expect next week. We just got to turn it up next week and play a little bit better and harder.
13: You were very pleased with your depth at the beginning of camp. Now with the injuries to Murphy and also Cravens, who take o- Who will take over those reps during the rest of the way as you get ready for Green Bay next week?
10: Yeah, we'll see how our depth is here soon because we have a lot of guys uh, that are banged up a little bit that won't be practicing, so we're... The negative is they won't be practicing. The positive is we're going to get some guys some work and see how they do. Uh, for Cravens, you know, uh, Deshaze Everett stepped in and did a nice job. You know, Will Blackman will get more reps, obviously. And uh, we got Monte Nicholson coming back from his uh, injury. He's going to be full strength today. So we got some guys to look at. It'll be good to see. Uh, McClure actually stepped up, had a good game. So um, I'm excited to see these safeties play. As far as outside backer, that's where we're really thin right now. You know, I think uh, Ryan Anderson has a stinger. I don't know if he's going to do much today. Obviously, Trent's out. Preston Smith is out. Uh, Trail's a little bit banged up, so it'll be a challenge. Gallette's got the hamstring easy about, about six, seven days. Uh, so uh, that'll be a challenge at outside backer today. Coach, you always hear about teams being real eager to hit somebody else after a couple of weeks of camp. Does that kind of kind re-energize them as well as, you know, you kind of go into practice today and tomorrow? A little bit. I think, uh, especially when you don't play as well as you would like to, especially on offense. You know, defensively, we did some good things. They ran around to the football and, and did some nice things against their one offense. And uh, so I was pleased to see them play, you know. Um, uh, but offensively, I think... It was it was sort of a wake up call for him, you know, as far as the communication process goes with the young centers that we had uh, in the first and second, third, fourth quarter. Uh, we had some issues there, and um, you know, our offensive line coming off the football, we got to do a better job being a little bit more physical, and our backs got to hit the hole, and our receivers got to do a better job of getting open man, and and, and quarterbacks got to let the ball fly from time to time. So, a learning experience for everybody. Um, that's why people who complain about preseason games really. Uh, don't understand the importance of them. It's important for us to go out there and play, get this stuff on tape, get things corrected before we get out to Philly.
6: You have to walk a very fine line, I'm sure
10: each year between you know pushing your guys hard enough in camp to get them ready and and taking care of them so they're ready when it actually matters are Are you feeling good about the
2: line you you've walked this this camp is
10: yeah, I Just mean, it on. gets challenged, like especially like today. You know, when we have so many guys that aren't practicing, that's, that's the tough part. But we have to go out and practice. And the guys that are able to practice, we need work. And it showed uh, Thursday night. We need work. we got to work on our pad level, our fundamentals. all the, Everything we need to work on in pro football can only be practiced uh, with pads on and challenging them in that regard. So we've got to do the best we can to push them. But uh, also it's our job and the trainer's job to make sure that uh, we keep them healthy somehow. But There is no substitute for practice jay along those lines any update on jordan reed uh jordan got uh some uh special orthotics in today. he's going to try these out for a couple days and we'll take a look at them probably after green bay game hopefully and then uh you said after the game the the goal every week is improvement and you and kirk also said kind of a wake-up call coming out of the film thursday night will you change anything today and tomorrow here in richmond no not really uh we're going to Specialize certain categories as far as practice is concerned. We'll work on some third-down periods and blitz pickups. Obviously, we have to uh, press ourselves in that regard. We weren't very good in the blitz pickups, uh, so that's one area. You know, that's a good thing about playing a game. You can really start to uh, put a bullseye on certain areas, situations in, in football that you need to work on, and third downs is one of them. Obviously, we can always work on red zone, but some special situational work will be good for us for the next week or two. You got very animated post-game when you were asked about Nico Marley and, and how he plays. Is it possible for him to make the 53-man roster, and is there, is there a point where being 5'8 and weighing 200, the physics of the game just overcome him? Well, I think he's already... You know, shut up a lot of naysayers as far as that's concerned. But, you know, there's still great competition at middle linebacker. You know, I'm not going to say he has no chance. Everybody on our team has a chance to make the team. That's why they're here. And that's why we're going to compete until the very end, until we have to make final cuts. So I think special teams will be huge for him. How he does on special teams will be big. Uh, And then, uh, you know, and how the other guys do in front of him. You know, Zach Brown played well. Uh, Comp played well. Mason Foster had a heck of a game of the plays that he played. I thought uh, Josh Harvey Clemens stepped in and made some big plays at linebacker. Uh, Vigil made some good plays so uh, there's a lot of guys at middle linebacker and it's a great competition seems to just have a knack for being in the right place at the right time very instinctive you know uh yeah for, for that size you have to be he's very instinctive he hits holes and uh you know he can shed blocks he plays with great leverage obviously which is a good thing uh you know so good player very productive Coach back here, Samadji
4: Piran, struggled on Thursday. What do you do to build his confidence back up after a rough first start uh, with your team?
10: Yeah, he had a rough first start. You know, He had the little fumble that uh, kind of missed a change a little bit, and then he dropped the pass and uh, and didn't quite hit the hole as uh, violently as we'd like him to hit it. You know, on a couple times, he was kind of just kind of weaving his way through traffic a little bit, trying to get his reads right. I think uh, just getting the ball more. You know, let him see some more runs, get him uh, some of these outside zones, these powers, some duos and stuff of like that, and, and see how he hits it. But, uh, I, you know, I'm not losing faith in Smajay. We uh, have total confidence that he'll get right. Um, I know we have a week to go, but last year, preseason game two, you held out Kirk Cousins. Is that something that's under consideration for this week? Week two, I did. Week two, you did. I did. No, that's not in consideration. No, Kirk will play.
13: Um, I know you talked about the defense. You were very pleased with them, specifically the defensive line and the guys that were able to see action. Uh, Thursday night.
10: Yeah, I think uh, that was really good. They played up through the, some of the third quarter, some of them, because we have such a strong rotation. You know, Ioannidis played extremely well. Ziggy Hood did his normal thing. Phil Taylor showed up. I thought Jonathan Allen had a big day for his first game. I liked the way he moved around. Lanier had a sack and uh, you know did did some good things. Uh, obviously, Trell McLean showed up when he played, and Stacy McGee, you know, I think he showed up and hustled and made some plays. So, I was happy with all those guys in the rotation, and some other guys came in late and did some decent things. So, that's going to be a great battle to watch also and how we can utilize these guys in base and nickel uh, will be the true uh, determination on who makes the team and all that. Jay, is there any, coaches never admit this, but is there any benefit to having been to come up short of expectations on Thursday night just to kind of get people's attention again and, and and kind of fire things up again? A little bit. There might be a benefit there, but really the expectations that I had for the game is to really uh, start our evaluation process. You know, I think schematically there's some things that as coaches we may not have prepared our team quite as well as we would have liked to against Baltimore. They had some really good blitz fronts that we weren't quite as prepared for as we normally would be on a Sunday. Uh, but for the most part really this is about evaluating our players and trying to get them in positions where they can show what they have so we can make the final determination on the 53. You know, it was the first step in the right direction. We saw a lot of good things. We got saw some things we need to work on. Now it's about seeing how they improve and if they can uh, develop some kind of consistency in what they're doing.
13: Will Fabian Moreau be able to go today?
10: Yeah, Fabian and Monte both are going today. Can't wait.
13: With Phil Taylor, what because he missed the last couple of years, you guys had him for a workout last, off se- or last season then you signed him early in the offseason. What did you see in him that you saw enough to say it's worth, he's worth taking a chance on.
10: Well, I'll tell you, I was in Cincinnati for three years, and he was at Cleveland, and uh, I know what a force he can be at nose. I mean, he was he was tough to deal with. He really was. And then we had him work out. I didn't even know he was on the streets, and uh, his knee looked better. He's. Uh, in good shape. He had a whole off season. Um, did some good things, and I think his body's finally back to where he feels really good. He's moving around. He's active. He's strong. So um, I like where he is right now. He's got to continue to maintain it.
13: Are you seeing the same guy that you played against in
10: Cleveland? I, I, I mean, it looks looks very similar. Yeah, he he really does. But uh, now, like I said, you know, he's got to play some more plays, and he's got to put day after day after day. And then we got the Green Bay, a very good team, and obviously Cincinnati. Week three will be a Great test with the running game that they have, with obviously mixing Geo and Hill. So uh, we'll see how they do, how he does. Jay, you
1: you have a thought on where you want to go at at kick and punt returner this year?
10: Uh, You know, Crowder at punt returner, I hope. You know, after that, you know, Fuller did some good things. Will had an unfortunate drop. Uh, We'll give up on him, but you know, I think it's going to be important we find. Another guy, Chris Thompson, can return kicks for us. Breeland's done some of it. Uh, so we're still trying to fight through our final kick returner, and I think we'll uh, obviously figure that out next couple weeks.
3: Coach, considering the injury issues and some of the depth issues and what might how your roster might break down uh, when you get to the 53, would you
10: consider with uh, Pryor on the roster carrying two quarterbacks and using him as an emergency quarterback? I think on game day he'll have to be. You know, we never – I think we only addressed three quarterbacks once since I've been here. So whether we keep three or two quarterbacks is irrelevant on game day prior. I'll have to be the emergency quarterback. Thanks, Coach. You're welcome.
4: All right. All right. That was Jay Gruden. Of course, Washington Redskins live press conferences on ESPN 950 and 1027 FM. Brought to you exclusively by Appomattox River Company, your paddle sports specialist online, PaddleVA.com. A lot of takeaways from that presser. First off, you have to talk about just the general injuries these Redskins have had and the fact that the conversation kind of turned from the injuries to some of the surprise standouts in that preseason opener and we talked about it Larry Michael Phil Taylor looked really good and I'll be honest I was as skeptical as anybody whenever you have a reclamation project of a guy who has really been out of football since 2014 and even in that season just played five games he had one play in pursuit of Ryan Mallett where he took such a sharp angle It was an intelligent angle. He was quick in doing so. He was very impressive, and one of the other conversation talking points for Jay Gruden in that presser is you have to see the excitement, hear the excitement in his voice when he's talking about Fabian Moreau and Monte Nicholson. He's really happy to get those guys out there because as a head coach, whenever you draft two guys like that that have the potential to be impact players, it's interesting to see them for once actually in action and we saw them in limited a limited capacity in that preseason game but you really didn't get to get the full exact taste of what you're going to expect out of those guys and having them back on the field especially when your secondary is a little bit banged up and when you know people are kind of banged up in general then you you're very appreciative of that aspect and you look at the snap counts for those two guys in that game, and well, they, they they weren't immense. It was it was not exactly what you're looking for from them, especially since they played in limited action. But it's good to have them back on the field, and it's good to have Jake Rudin seem excited about it. Let's take a pause here on the show, Buzzin' Ed's Real Barbecue Midday Show. When we come back on the other side, we'll have more coverage live from Redskins training camp. We'll talk a little NFL headlines. Just keep it here, ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM.
0: Live from Washington Redskins training camp, this is the Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue Midday Show with Matt and Andrew
2: on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM.
6: Are you empowered? If not, it's easy to get yourself empowered, so you can do more and do it faster with a Bobcat M Series loader from Bobcat of Richmond and Ashland. Bobcat of Richmond and in Ashland invites you to check out the M Series features that let you do more work with one machine. Features like stronger hydraulics, a bigger, more comfortable cab, greater operator comfort, and all-around superior performance. So get empowered with a Bobcat M Series loader. Stop by your authorized Bobcat dealership, Bobcat of Richmond and Ashland. Visit bobcatofrichmond.com or call them at seven five two four. 49
8: You can prevent Asian tiger mosquitoes from spreading the Zika virus. These mosquitoes breed only in containers of water, not puddles or swamps. To help, just tip, toss, and cover. Tip standing water from containers like garbage cans and flower pots. Toss unused containers like old tires and pans, anything that can hold water. Empty and scrub pet water bowls and bird baths. If you're outside, cover up with long sleeves, long pants, socks, and use an EPA-registered repellent. Tip, toss, and cover. Learn more at ZikaVA.org.
6: Now, a sports reflection from Town Bank. While a soccer ball looks like a perfect sphere, it's actually oval. The black and white checkerboard pattern just makes it look round. Town Bank. This is your town. This is your bank. Equal housing lender. Member FDIC.
5: When training camp comes back to the Commonwealth each summer, you may never know which player you may run into at City Dogs restaurants. Even quarterback Kirk Cousins told the Times-Dispatch his favorite thing to do in Richmond is going down to City Dogs for hot dogs, burgers, fries, and a shake. Two locations at 1316 West Main Street in the Fan, 1309 East Cary Street in Historic Shackle Slip, and online at CityDogsRVA.com. Don't leave town without going to City Dogs.
12: Sometimes bad things happen to good people. When that happens and your credit score falls, qualifying for a car loan can be difficult. Unless you call 1-800-AUTO-DEAL and talk to Kevin Johnson. Kevin has helped literally hundreds of folks with credit issues get the loan they need so they can start driving again. At our new location at 8903 West Broad, Kevin and West Broad Hyundai have the perfect used car, van, or truck for you. Maybe your heart is set on a new car. No problem. Kevin can arrange financing for new car loans, too. Call 1-800-AUTO-DEAL right now, No matter what your credit history is, that's 1-800-AUTO-DEAL. Or come see him at 8903 West Broad, a half a mile west of Parm. Kevin has the experience and the lenders to help you get the loan you need so you can start driving again. Call 1-800-AUTO-DEAL. It'll be the best call you'll make today. Sometimes bad things happen to good people. When that happens and your credit score falls, qualifying for a car loan can be difficult. Unless you call 1-800-AUTO-DEAL and talk to Kevin Johnson. 1-800-AUTO-DEAL, the home of success.
14: Did you know that with a bachelor's degree, on average, you can make almost twice as much over a lifetime than a person with just a high school diploma? Yes! According to the U.S. Census Bureau, you can make almost twice as much. Going back to college is now easier than ever. There are select online colleges that provide both laptop and tablet programs. In fact, there are thousands of college programs on your laptop. You can go to college anywhere and everywhere, right from a laptop. Call My College Laptop and you can find hundreds of programs from accredited colleges and universities nationwide. Start a new career in law enforcement, business, information technology, healthcare, and hundreds of others. Call My College Laptop to find your ideal college laptop and tablet program. In no time at all, you could double your earning potential. Double your earning potential. Call now. 1-800-506-8270. That's 800-506-8270. 506 8270
12: Never thought of yourself as a hero. That's what you'll be for a child in poverty when you become a sponsor with Compassion International. To find out how you can release a child from poverty right now, go to Compassion.com slash radio.
8: Get ready to huddle up. When football season returns, so do the Spiders and the Redskins. Your home for college and NFL football all season. ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM.
3: Welcome back, midday show, ESPN 951 FM. 2.7 uh, FM. Morning walkthrough going on, as we've said for the 4,000th time. The morning walkthrough literally is a morning walkthrough, as a uh, just you know. Go through the motions of uh, what they learned in the uh, in the boardroom. If
4: we were to do play by play of it, you'd have to like talk in slow motion and be like Kirk and Cousins here. rolls out. Right. I've, I've I've enjoyed looks... Michael
3: Phillips' game play by play action when he's been on with Greg or whoever during the show. I'll do it. Ready? Here we go. It's a shotgun formation. Kirk Cousins is surveying the defense, and he
4: will do so for about twenty seconds. Matt here.
3: Jones is moving up a little bit, and here comes the pass. Back to pass. He's looking, looking. Throws, and it is caught. Brian Quick downfield. I think, uh, by the way, we we didn't really talk about this, but, like, the signing of Jamari Staples, are the Redskins just trying to replicate the Louisville offense here? I,
4: sounds like it. James Quick just, and Jamari Staples.
3: Are we just going to add uh, Lamar Jackson next year and then just really go for And Bobby Petrino become the offensive coordinator. Is that, what, is that what we're going for Louisville year? Northeast. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's worse teams in the league to cherry-pick uh, to a bunch of players from, that's for sure.
4: I will say this. Brian Quick actually looked decent in the preseason. Brian game. Quick, not James Quick. Brian Quick, Quick not okay. James Quick. The he, had veteran. A couple, he had a couple of catches. He was pretty much forcing himself open. He was getting open and creating a little space there. So he, he looked good.
3: Well Brian Quick, much like Phil Taylor, are guys that have uh, NFL pedigrees but have not played up to said pedigrees yet in this in their career.
4: And they're really working hard to get a roster spot.
3: Right. I, uh, you know, I mean, I, I, we'll see when we get to our 53-man rosters here, but I have a feeling that both of them are going to make the roster at some at some extent. Um, but, yeah, uh, so this is the morning walkthrough. We're seeing uh, some of the ones and some of the twos out here, the field closest to us. Uh, and then the twos and threes and fours are out on the far field, um, which is, you know, Nate Sedfeld, Colt McCoy, uh Some guy who's selling hot dogs. I don't know.
4: (laughs) Yeah, there's been a few vendors. Hey, I did want to get your thoughts on one thing from that press conference, and we can save our NFL news for the next hour. Correct. We'll go over some preseason games. Uh, Of course, Cowboys. Cowboys
3: lost. That's all that matters.
4: Lost to the Rams, and Jared Goff apparently looked good, so I'm going to be eating all my words, I'm sure, now. But the question I had for you was, Jay Gruden was excited and relieved sounding yesterday when he was talking about Fabian Moreau and Monte Nicholson and Larry Michael was in the ten earlier, which is what I was talking about, about how they were back out on the field yesterday and it felt good to see them for the first time because they didn't get any snaps or reps in that preseason game. The snap count was zero. So you look at Jay Gruden, and he's in relief sounding to see those two guys back. Are you... Feeling good about seeing those two?
3: I like Fabian Moreau. I liked what he did in college. He played uh, corner for UCLA. And in that league, you've got to be pretty good because there's a lot of good wide receivers in the Pac-12 and a lot of teams that throw the ball a ton. Um, I-, I think, remember, uh, I think it was Pat Kerwin who, when he was here, I guess they-, they tweeted it, he said that he expects Fabian Moreau to be the starter by October. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, I think that's crazy, but I think it's a guy who's got a- loads of potential. And once again, it's a situation of him coming off an injury um, so people were kind of shying away from him, who knew how long he was going to be out. But, like, this is a situation where the Redskins may have found some gold from, uh, you know, like much like Jonathan Allen with the right. injury issues, they might have found some gold in Fabian Moreau. Although
4: I will say the difference between Allen and Moreau is Moreau missed some time off the his career and actually missed the time. Allen would play banged up, so I understand that there are parallels there, but, yeah, I think to me Moreau has actually been injury plagued while Allen has just been a little dinged.
3: Right. And uh yeah, I was I, I'm excited for Moreau. I think Moreau's got uh he's got some talent, he's got a little bit of size and uh, cornerback position outside of Josh Norman and the good days for Bashad Breland, you know, what else is out there?
4: And you have the UCLA defense that well, the prestige level is is decent. It's not as prestigious as maybe Michigan State when you have Monte Nicholson. I mean, for a while, that Sparty D was flying around and impacting all sorts of
3: plays. Right, yeah, I think so. And, and uh, I, you know, I, I think that there's some good depth, and I think that they've drafted better as of late because um, I, I think that they've actually decided to spend more time focusing on the draft as opposed to the past where they kind of focused more through free agency. The team is now getting more selective in free agency and, and, and really – working their way through the draft.
4: I took to social media after the draft. I'm a Packers fan. If you're listening, you don't know. And I jokingly posted, forget about the Packers. Let's go for the Redskins. Because the thing the Redskins did in the draft that the Packers didn't is they picked proven college guys on power conference teams and I really respect that because I think that these are guys who can come in and make an impact within a couple of years, unlike some Packers picks who are more project guys.
3: Yeah, and uh, I think that uh, look, it's it's about time that the Redskins stop going shopping and, and started you know you know going bargain basement style with yeah. the draft because it hasn't worked out in the past.
4: And they did that in free agency a little bit.
3: too. But a little bit. They dabbled here and there. I, mean, I know I, I'm talking on both sides of my mouth because I've also said that they need to stop going bargain basement on defensive linemen. <laughs> yeah. So maybe they need to be selective shoppers as a Uh, Better be selective, shoppers. So one hour down, uh, two more to go. Uh, The morning walkthrough is continuing right now. And uh, after the morning walkthrough, we are scheduled to have a player here in the tent. Don't know who yet, so we'll get to that. Uh, We've got our opponent preview today of the Denver Broncos. We'll finish out the schedule. We will also do our 53-man rosters and uh, touch on some NFL headlines. Marshawn Lynch is in the news, some NFL action last night, some NFL action coming up today. So a lot to get to over the next two hours. You're listening to ESPN 950, 102.7 FM.
0: Live from Washington Redskins training camp, this is the Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue Midday Show with Matt and Andrew.
2: On ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM need car work go
6: to Bonaire to learn about all the things that Air Shell can do for your car and your peace of mind
2: they have a full line of automotive services including gas oil changes transmission work belts and hoses major brand tires wheel balancing and complete engine renewal and if one of those pesky dash lights comes on we can check that out too In